A warm welcome to Disky Talk with Luyolo. If you're tuning in for the very first time, I ask that you please subscribe and hit the notification bell. If you've been a part of this journey, I hope you thoroughly enjoy this episode. So, on today's episode, I dissect all things Carling Black Label Cup between Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates. So, with regards to the Calling Black Label Cup, I am very excited for this one, especially because us as the fans, we get to vote for which players we'd like to see and playing in the formation that we get to vote for. So, the only qualm that I do have with the Calling Black Label Cup this time around is the fact that as fans, were not allowed to actually go to the stadium. Well, by virtue of the fact that we're going through um, the pandemic and COVID-19. So, however, what I do like is that this is one for the fans. And I think as fans, we'll be very excited. And throughout the years, with regards to the Calling Black Label Cup, these two teams have gone at each other. And yes... There's pride to play for and that big Calling Black Label Cup trophy. However, essentially, there's nothing to lose. So there's no league points at stake. There's no further advancement with regards to a tournament at stake. So they can actually go at each other without holding back. So let's then get into the tactical preview of how these two teams will set up. So what's important to note before I go into the tactical preview is that the fans have voted for formation. So the formation which has been voted for and garnered the most votes is a 4-4-2 for both Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates. So starting off, the red team will represent Kaiser Chiefs. The blue team will represent Orlando Pirates. And I'll be having a look at them in the 4-4-2. So in goals, lunch bar, obvious. Itumelin Kune, fan favorite, starts in goals. And then at right back, we've got Ramesh uh, Mpashela. And then two center backs being uh, Matoho and Kadoso. At left back, we've got Happy Mashiane. And then in midfield, where it gets interesting, because in midfield, uh, we've only got one winger for Kaiser Chiefs, which is uh, Lebohang Lisako, who will start either on the left or the right-hand side, as, com- as he's comfortable at coming off either wing. And then, the three players in midfield, you've got um, uh, uh, Njabulo Plom, you've got Kieran Bakis, and you've got Sabelo Khatebe. What I do think, though, is that Sabelo Khatebe will then start on the right-hand side. However, he will be a lot tucked in, which then does make it a bit of a compact Midfield, you know, very narrow that will look to exploit the half spaces and also attack through the inner channels within the field of play. And then the two strikers up front, we've got Sami Nukovic and Kama Biliat. But what I would like to mention is that formations within football are tactically flexible and are also very versatile by virtue of the fact that a 4 4 2 can shape up in so many ways. You can have a 4 4 2 diamond. You can have a 4-4-2 where you've got uh, uh, the second striker just coming in behind. So that then becomes a 4-4-1-1, which at times is um, cut from the same cloth as a 4-4-2. A lot more flexible by virtue of the fact that when he needs to then 
make it a two, he can. When he needs to drop just a bit deeper, he can to offer an extra body in midfield, which then at times looks like a 4-5-1. So you can go so many ways with a 4-4-2. And then when we do have a look at Orlando Pirates. So the interesting then with interesting thing then with Orlando Pirates is um Firstly, in goals, is that they've got Richard Ofori. So, Orlando Pirates fans have also voted for 4-4-2. That has been the most voted for formation. So, we've got uh, Richard Ofori in goals. And then, we've got uh, Tulani Shatsuayo. And then, we've got Ntigelelo Nyawuza. And then, at right back, we have uh, Wade Euster. At left back, we've got Innocent Mayela. So, Having a look then at that back four, I worry when it comes to the centre-back partnership between uh, Satoayo and uh, Nyawuza, especially because if you consider their partnership in the past season, nothing to write home about. I think they struggled as a pair. I think Satoayo is a lot better next to Jele. However, according to the votes, Satoayo does start. Wade Euster as a right back, Innocent Mayer as a left back. In midfield, what I do like about the final votes is that there's a lot more balance in midfield. So if you were keeping up with the votes with regards to Orlando Pirates, I thought they were a bit thin in midfield because um, a couple days ago, the only midfielder they had was Benjamin Mutuari and the rest of the players were offensive players and tactically that didn't make for great reading from a balance perspective. So when we look at it then, in midfield, they've got... um, Ben Mutwari, they've got Tabang Munare, and then uh, you've also got Makaringe, who I think will join and play as a second striker, because then on the left-hand side, you have Lodge, and then you have Hoto. However, you could also swap them, they could start on either flank, you know, so that is Orlando Pirates' starting lineup in the 4-4-2. So now, going through each player with regards to their duties and responsibilities and then also highlighting some of the key players within this encounter. So when we have a look at Kaiser Chiefs, their back four, we have Kune in goals and then we've got uh, Ramachwin Patel at right back who does offer with so he can go. So I think then that would complement uh, Asabelo Khatebe if he does start on the right-hand side so much because he is uh, a number 8 who can play as a 10. So he's not really a wing player. So he's a player that likes to come on the inside and occupy half spaces. So when he does come in, you will have Mpasela overlapping and uh, being able then to look to deliver those crosses. So on the right-hand side, when Keza Chiefs are attacking, this is more or less what we could potentially see. Uh, so let's just push them up. So we will have the two center backs there. Uh, in um, Matoa is the right side at center half. Cardozo is the left side at center half. At left back you have Mashiane. If um, at Mashiane, then you have Mpasele who does offer that width, who will go up at times. So let's just put him there for now. And then in midfield. You're looking at uh, a Blom and uh, a Kieran Buckus as well. And when Kaiser Chiefs, when they do occupy and overload this central space, I think that's when you'll see Fortune Makarine dropping in a bit deep to assist. Because we do know that um, football is 
football is not a static sport. It's very dynamic, lots of movement, lots of movement, high energy, high speed. So players do tend to adjust to the um, pace of the game and what the game requires. And whenever Keza choose do look to overload the central spaces and the half spaces, Makaringa will have to drop in and assist uh, Mutuare and Munare as well in midfield. At times on the left-hand side, uh, when you do see Lesako coming into the half space, Mashiane is also another who likes to venture forward. As we do know that in the past season, he has played as... Um, as uh, a left winger he has started as part of a front three but i think this is his perfect position i think mashiana is well adept at, as playing as a left back and i think he's better suited as playing as a left back by virtue of the fact that i think he's very good at attacking the space as opposed to starting there and he's very good when he's coming from deep when he can break lines with his passing and because he's tactically versatile he can read the game very well and he's got a very good final ball on him and then when we look at the center backs Cardoso and Mato will be very important and um, especially when you consider the threat of Mhango and Lodge who will look to come in a lot closer to Mhango and occupy zone 14 at times so they will be a lot more um a lot more occupied by um, Hango, who's a very busy player. So whenever Kaiser Chiefs are do find themselves in their half, I don't think we'll see them pushed up too much because they don't have speed. So they'll look to be conservative so that they don't get caught on the counter. In midfield, I think Blom will sit very close and look to protect those two. And um, I say that because I did mention that they don't have the speed and then you will have a Kieran Buckus alongside him and I think that's more or less how we'll see Kaiser Chiefs shaping up in the um, opponent's half and with uh, Nukovic I think is going to be very important when it comes to bringing Lisako into the game bringing Sabelo Khatebe into the game and bringing Kamabiliat into the game at times you can see Kamabiliat maybe occupy the left side and then have Sabelo Khatebe come in into the zone 14 area into the half spaces area and have Lisako go wide and then have uh, Mpatele sitting a bit deeper if they want to be a, a bit more conservative and keep the shape of the back four. They can change because like I mentioned earlier on, formations are tactically flexible. And then when we then have um, a look at uh, Orlando Pirates and how they could potentially line up when they are in the opposition half, we're looking at um, a situation where they will be a lot pushed up. I think uh, Timmy Gossi Lodge will be in the space. He will ocup occupy the half space as he's so used to. You will have uh, Gabadinium Hango occupying the, the two center halves. And then you will have uh, Hoto as well coming up. He is a player who likes sticking white if he does go on the left side. But he can also give you that on the right hand side. But you will look to always come in. And then you will have Makaringe a lot further up front. We did see that in the past season that his confidence was growing in that position as a 10 where he plays as a second striker and he does join in making those late runs into the box. And then you will see uh, Shatsuayo Nyawuza also. But 
synonymous to uh, a Cardoso and Matoa, they also don't have the speed. So they'll be very cautious with that. So I think then you'll have uh, a situation where you'll have Wade Yusa give them the width because he's very good at that. And then you'll have Hotto either in that half space or you'll have him on the left-hand side giving the width. And then Maela sort of acting as the third center half to try and uh, make sure that whenever Chiefs do hit them on the counter, they do have a third defensive option and that these two aren't isolated alone. So Wade used it to give the width on this side, Hotto to give the width on this side, and then having Lodge Makaringe coming a lot closer to Gabadinho Hango. So when we then have a look at who will be the key players for this game, I will start with Kaiser Chiefs and... Um, the men who I think will be key in this game for Kaiser Chiefs. Um, I am looking at, uh, let's just get our more or less perfect 4-4-2 shape there with the London Pirates. So the man I'm looking at being very instrumental for Kaiser Chiefs, I'm looking at a Kamabiliat. And the reason why I've pinpointed Kamabiliat is because of um, how much experience that he has and uh, how much he can look to trouble uh, both Tatuayo and um, Nyawuza, especially because they lack the speed. And we do know that one-on-one, they're not the best when it comes to dealing with those situations. So at times, we will see uh, a Biliat maybe drift into um, the half space on the left side or drift in when you find that uh, Lisako has gone to the other side and Khatebe has come and then because Wade Eustace does tend to go and vacate that space which at times I think is one of his weaknesses with regards to his tactical acumen and positioning you will see then Kamabiliat having a space going one-on-one with Satsuayo and at the boy I think we will see him having that opportunity to go one-on-one at him, run at him. And uh, I think if he's left isolated, so I think Wade Euster has to be uh, very cautious whenever he does vacate his position and look to overlap. And also then, it then makes um, Tabang Munare's uh, job a lot more difficult because now... He's not just focused on helping out um, with regards to the central spaces and helping out Mutsuare as a double pivot, but he's also then having to maybe drift to the right-hand side whenever Wade Euster does go to deal with the threat that is Kamabiliat. And whenever uh, Chiefs may overload on the left-hand side or towards the left channel, then he will be very important when it comes to that. So for Kaiser Chiefs, my key player is Kamabiliat. And uh, I think this is a player who is hungry to really show us what he's made of. You know, this is Kamabiliat. Doesn't have to prove himself. On his day, he is one of the best players in Africa. You know, so I think that this is the season for him. And if he can stay fit, I think he can have a great season. Considering the amount of signings and the type of players that Kaiser Chiefs have signed as well. So when we then look at Orlando Pirates... A player who I think will be key is none other than Tim Binkosi, number 10. Okay, guys. Shut up. 
Lodge. I think Lodge will be key for Orlando Pirates. Um, he's experienced when it comes to um, the Soweto Derby and when it comes to big games. He is a big game player for Orlando Pirates. In their current squad, I think he's, he's got the biggest temperament when it comes to these type of games and in the previous so one of the previous Soweto derbies we did see him popping up in this uh half space in this zone and whipping one top corner where he scored a beautiful goal for Orlando Pirates so he is a player that is very complete when it comes to his offensive skill set he can assist and he can give you goals as well so in the extra time segment it is time for me to make a prediction with regards to this game. And my prediction when it comes to the Calling Cup Black Label and who I think will lift the Calling Cup Black Label this season is... Drumroll! We must get the... So, my prediction, ladies and gentlemen, is Kaiser Chiefs will win the Calling Cup Black Label 2-1. I think that uh, Kamabiliat will score a goal and young Sabelo Khatebe will get his first professional goal. When it comes to Orlando Pirates, I think Tembinkosi will score his regular uh, Soweto um, derby goal because this is a man who always comes up with the goods in a Soweto derby. However, Kaiser Chiefs, I think, will be the winners. They'll start the season off strongly. So, ladies and gentlemen... Thank you very much for tuning in to yet another special episode of Disky Talk with Luyolo. And as always, I am your host with the most, and I go by the name of Luyolo. Signing out. <laughs>